Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachas, Yeridea, Chelek Sheni, Chilchis Orlo, Halacha Dalid, Paragraph, Yud Gimel. We dedicate the learning today, Le'ilu'i Nishmas, China Rochel Bas, Reb Chaim Menachem, the daughter of Rabbi Kramer, and Le'ilu'i Nishmas, Chana Perel Bas, Reb Leib, the mother of my Rebbe, Reb Michal Dorfman, Zechon Rochel, and Lili Nishmas Devoiro Bas Rabbi Cheskel. <coughs> All these yard sites are today on the 13th of Kislev. And for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Shimon Eliezer ben Rochel, Chaviva Chana Basgalia, Rochel Basgalia, Noyan Achoma Basgalia, Yaakov Yeshua ben Freindel Rechel, Eliana Golda Bas Chanafega, Ayala Chishana Bas Chanaleya, Yisrael Ben Chanaleya, David Ben Behia, Shandel Bas Leya, Gitaganendel Bas Sipoira, Lebelea Bas Sipoira, Yehudis Ruchoma Bas Chavarus, Sororocho Bas Yuspendel, Avivilan Bas Yuspendel, Michal Sora Bas Hadassa, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Shlemenisim Ben Mazel, Avram David Ben Chana, David Lei Ben Shena, Avigail Brocha Bas Shirat Voira, Ruvay Mordechai ben Chana, Tzvi Shalom ben Rita Beverly, Fruma bas Genessa, Aviva Chaya bas Estemindel, Gitaleya bas Frumit, Daniel Boruch ben Sora, Menachem ben Rishabasha, Chaya Brocha bas Perl, Yente Sora bas Chanarus, Hindesheva bas Rochel, David Shimshan ben Soraleya, Shloyme ben Rivka Sprinza, Malke Hinda Bas Kreindel, David Elio Ben Michal, Shimon Eliza Ben Michal, Ami Ben Chai Ben Yehud Eskila, Besoich Shar Choyli Yisrael. Rav Zal continues, again this is based on the first chapter in the second half of Likut Imran. V'zeh b'chinas b'riyosoy shaloylam. What we've been learning till now is related also to what the order that took place when Hashem created the world. First there's darkness, then there's light. Bechinas, as we find in the second Pasuk in the Torah, it says, First it lists four levels of darkness. And then it says, And the Zohar HaKadosh says, And the Zohar says, this refers to the spirit of Moshiach, Merachefes al Pneamoyim, hovers over the waters. Upirish Rashi, Rashi Kodish says, What is this Ruach Elohim, Kise Hakovoid, Oimeid Umarachev Bavir? That this is also referring to the throne of Hashem, which is Merachev, which floats in the air. Hainu Kanal, this goes back to what we learned earlier, Ki Hachoshech Shekodam Loer. Zebechinas klipa hakoidemes lepri. What we see here in the darkness preceding the light conforms with what we learned earlier about the klipa coming before the fruit. When you want to eat an orange, first you have to address the klipa. You have to peel it. Shemishom nimshach shebetchilo horetz hoisa soyov avoyov achoshir. It's from this concept that Hashem follows that the klipa comes before the pre, that's why the choshech came before the darkness. 
שמשום כל הגוליוס והממשולו של הומויס אוילון שקודמו למלכס מושיח שיבואי במהרה בימינו. that these four terms of darkness refer to the four major exiles of the Jewish people, the Golis Bovel, Parasomodai, Yovon, and Edoin, where the, these other nations ruled for a period of time, which precedes the coming of Moshiach, which we hope is going to be very soon. As we find the Medrash expounds on this Pasuk, we're going to be celebrating the holiday of Hanukkah soon, which is called Chag Ha'urim, the, the holiday of lights, Keneged Yovon, which is Keneged Choshech, Al Ho'arba Malchios, that the Medrash interprets those four terms there corresponding to these four kingdoms that would exile Klal Yisrael. V'zeh b'chinas v'ruach alikim arachefes, shehi b'chinas kisei ha'kovoid, b'chinas ruchoi shomoshiach. And the Pasuk finishes that there is this divine spirit of Hashem that hovers, and, and the Medrash says that this refers to the kisei ha'kovoid. And the Zohar HaKadosh says that it refers to ruchoi shomoshiach. Shekolu mikol haneshomois. Both of these the Kisei HaKavoyed and the Divine Spirit of Moshiach are a composite of all the Neshamos of Klal Yisrael. Hainu, she'ikar ha-tikun al-yidei ruchoi shel Moshiach, the main tikun for everything will be brought about through the Divine Spirit of Moshiach, she'oichez be-Kisei HaKavoyed. And Moshiach holds on to, is attached to the Kisei HaKavoyed, which is Shoroshei Neshamos, which is the roots of all the Neshamois, Bechinas Mekoimoi Shaloilam, as we learned in the previous Shurim, that's the place of the world, Shalideizeh, the, the Kaviochel Hashem, who is Mekoimoi Shaloilam, Shalideizeh, who is Borach Donoi Sonolekavschus, as a result of the fact that Hashem is Mekoimoi Shaloilam, and he understands every person's place, where everybody's at and how that affects the person's actions. Through this, this, what, this is what makes Hashem judge us and Hashem turns darkness into light. Hashem turns our Averis into mitzvahs by judging us. And this is what the Gemara says in Shabbos. My time or easy mazgon beresha vohodar imri. Why is it that we see a person leading a flock of sheep? Usually, you have these black goats in front, <coughs> and then the sheep are following them. So the Gemara answers kibriyosay shaloylam. It follows the same pattern as during creation. Beresha chashoycha vohodar nohoyro. First, there was darkness, and then light. This is one of those stories in the Gemara which requires interpretation, obviously. So the Rab Nelson says, "Easy zebechinas memshele soakum." Goats represent the kingdom of the goyim. Shenekroim seirim veizim. They are called and compared to goats. Kamashikosov, as the pasuk says in Daniel, "Vehatzofir hasoir melech yovon." 
that Yovan, the king of Yovan, is compared to a goat. And again, as it says, Esav was called Sawyer, hairy. The term Sawyer means hairy. The term Sawyer also means a goat, which is a mechutzaf. Goats represent chutzpah. Azus. Imri, zebechinas Yisrael. Sheep, that's the Jewish nation. Shenim shelulikvosim, which are compared to sheep. Rashi, as Rashi Kodesh points out there. Hainu, so what is the Gemara telling us there? My Why is it that first the Goyim have to rule and then us? <coughs> and the response is It follows the pattern during creation. When Hashem created the world, first there was darkness, then light. Because the entire creation of the world and how Hashem runs the world follows this order. That first there was tzimtzum, like the Arizal explains, that originally there was wall-to-wall light. In order for there to be room for creation, Hashem had to constrict himself to be mitzamsim, to remove the light, to vacate the light in order to make room for creation. That simsum is a bechina of darkness. That simsum is the concept of mokoim, creating a place for creation. That preceded the whole the world. Umisham nimshach shahachoshech kodam loer. And it's based on that that this concept was established, that the darkness comes before the light. And the husk, the, the shell, the klipa, comes before the fruit. Paragraph Yudalit. Vizehu kicho oretz toisi simcha ukegina zeruehot tatsmiach. The Pasuk says in Yeshaya Novi, like the land, like the earth gives forth its produce and the garden produces from its seeds, so too Hashem will blossom forth tzedakah and praise that all the Goyim, all the nations of the world will witness. Viato and now Al Pihanal, based on what we've been learning till now, Mevoyor Hapasuk Hate, we could understand this Pasuk very well. Hainu, what the Pasuk is telling us. Just like all plants and vegetation that grow in the ground, Shekulam Yoitsim Derechapsoiles Shekodamlahem. For when they first come out, they come out via psilis. We explained earlier, wheat, when wheat grows, first you have a stalk. And then comes the casing of the wheat. And then the kernel of wheat develops inside. So first you have all the psilis, all the junk, the stuff that you don't eat, you don't use. Ki haklipo and as we explained earlier, this gives Hashem the ability to be melamed schus on us. That by us also, the klipa comes before the pre, where a baby comes out from the mother's womb. <clears throat> it's, all, it's all a place of darkness. 
of uncleanliness. Kain Hashem Olekim Yatsmiach Tzdoko. Kain Daiko, similarly. Ki Daiko Alidei Zeh Yatsmiach Tzdoko Vochesed Oleinu. It's specifically through this method that Hashem will shine forth Tzdoko and Chesed for us. Machmashehu Yoidea Yitzreinu. Because Hashem knows what we are up against. He knows our Yetzirah. And Hashem knows the place of each and every one of us. Hashem knows where we came from, where, where we came out of. A tipa srucha, a foul-smelling droplet. neged <coughs> Rav Nosson says, what's the Neged Kol HaGoyim? Neged Kol HaGoyim, Daiko. Ki HaGoyim, Shehoyinu Beinayim Bagolus, Bimekoy Moisam, Bimoishvoisam, because these are the nations among whom we were exiled. <coughs> we had to live among them in their places. Heim Gormulonu Kol HaChatoim. That's what caused us to sin. Kamay Shekosov, as Dovr HaMelech says in Tehillim, Vayisorvu Bagoyim Vayilmedu Maaseyim, that when we assimilate, when we mix among the Goyim, when we live among the Goyim, we learn from their ways. Vayideizehu Yisborach Yirachim Oleinu, and as a result of realizing this, Hashem will have Rachmonas on us, Machmas Sheyideya Mekoymeinu Shel Kol Echad V'Echad, because Hashem knows the place of each and every one of us. He knows where we're, where we're coming from, where we live. We live among the Goyim. <clears throat> and as a result of that, Rabbi Nezal says in a place that a sin is not shy to a Yid at all. A Jewish neshama comes from such an incredible, high, holy place that sins have nothing to do with us at all whatsoever. So how does it happen that, that a Jew sins? The answer is when we're in Golas, we're among the Goyim, Mixing with them, that's what makes it possible. Question in the chat. Question in the chat. How is it possible that Hashem's understanding of how our Averis are influenced by our place turns the Averis into schuyos. It would seem that such understanding can only <coughs> turn mazed into shoige. The answer is because the Gemara tells us that when a person does tshuva, there are two ways of doing tshuva. There's tshuva meyira and tshuva meyahava. When a person does tshuva from yira, the, the mezidin get converted to shoigein. When a person does tshuva meyahava, the sins get converted to mitzvahs. We learned earlier that as a result of Hashem judging us l'kavzchus, Hashem will help us do tshuva. We'll have the siyata deshmaya to do tshuva. What kind of tshuva? All kinds of tshuva, including tshuva me'ava, which is what turns averos into mitzvahs. V'zehu, and this is what the Pesach says in Shira Shirim, in the beginning of Perak Hay, Bosi legani achoisi khalo, orisi moiri imsomi, ochalti yari imdivshi. Upirish Rashi, Rashi Kodesh says there on the words ochalti yari imdivshi, shemeroiv ho ahavo, ochal ho eitz im hapri. 
Rashi there says that usually honey develops in the, inside a tube, sort of. And you take out the honey and you throw away the tube. But there is a certain type of honey that's so special, so sweet, that even the casing of it is, 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 is sweet. And here it says, Out of Hashem's incredible love for us, Hashem Kaviochel eats the, 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 the eights with the pre. Hainu Kanal. The eights is usually psilis. The casing is, is something that you know, you throw away. Hainu Shemeroiv Avosoy Lisroel. Humahape Ho eights vahapsoiles lepri. Out of Hashem's incredible love for Klal Yisroel, he turns the eights, he turns the psoiles, the avera, into pre, into fruit. This refers to Hashem forgiving our sins completely. And the sins getting converted to mitzvahs. Because Hashem understands our place, where we're coming from, where we're at. That the fact that the psoiles preceded the fruit, the fact that we come from such a dark place, that's one of the main things that affects the, our, our ability to do mitzvahs and causes us to chasveshon kemir averos. Shezeu bechinas mashem esakchem bepsoiles goyrin veyekev. And this also relates to what we learned earlier, that when it comes to sukkahs, after we've had a Rosh Hashanah and a Sarasimei Tshuva and a Yom Kippur and we did Tshuva Meira, when it comes to Sukkot, which is called Tshuva Me'ava, we take the psoilus, we take waste matter, junk, stuff that you don't eat or do anything with, and we use that for schach, bamboo sticks, stalks, those kind of things. We use that for schach, which is the most important part of the daika. The psoilus got turned into something very holy. Nimza. So based on what we learned in the previous year, based on what we're learning now, we see, we conclude, that the sukkah we learned earlier is bina, the kisei hakovoi, vezehu me'achez p'nei kisei, parshez olov anonoi. Anonoi, the holding on to the throne of Hashem, Spreading over over him his cloud, anonoi zebchinas ananiyakovoi. The clouds refer to the ananiyakovoi that followed Klal Yisrael during the forty years in the desert. Shehem bechinas sukkah. That's one of the reasons why we make a sukkah to to remember the ananiyakovoi that accompanied us. Shehi bechinas kise hakovoi. And we saw earlier that the sukkah represents the throne of Hashem kaviyochum. So here we see all this coming together, the concept of grabbing onto the Kisei HaKovoy, which Rabbi Nezal mentions there in the beginning of that chapter on the Imran, that in order for a person to be able to maintain their rulership over the Malachim, you have to hold on to the Kisei HaKovoy, which Rabbi Nezal explained means you have to attach yourself to all 600,000 Neshamais of Klal Yisroel. 
How do you do that? By attaching yourself to the leaders of Klal Yisrael, under whose authority all of these neshamas are. So, so far, Rav Zal in the past few shiurim explained Rosh Hashanah, Aseris Yimei Yom Kippur, Sukkot. Now he goes into Hishana Rabba, <coughs> paragraph Tes Zayin. Vezehu bechinas Hishana Rabba, she'oz hu gmar ha'choysen. Hishana Rabba is when we complete and finalize the seal. Yom Kippur was one level, was one seal. Neila. During Neila, we say v'chasmenu v'chasoyim, and Hishana Rabba is that double seal. That's the completion of the tikkun that we started on Rosh Hashanah. As Rabbein Azal explains there on the Kutimaran, on Rosh Hashanah, Hashem has Rachmanus on us, Hashem is the, the judge, and he judges us based on Hashem knowing our place. Hashem knows where we're coming from and how that influences us. Hashem knows the Yetzirah, the opposition, the obstacles that each and every one of us have based on our place. Because Hashem is the Mokoim of the entire world. All Mokoim, all of our Mokoims are inside of Hashem. And as a result of this, Hashem brings us into the side of Tshuva, and He infuses us, and He brings us into the path of Tshuva. What's the main thing in the path of Tshuva? To cry out to Hashem from the depths of our heart. As we say, in, on, on Rosh Hashanah, we say it in Shachris, Hashem, that we're calling out Hashem from the depths of our heart. This begins on Rosh Hashanah, the canal, and continues throughout our Tshuva and Yom Kippur. And now, when we get up to Hoshana Rabbah, at the end of Sukkot, all of Klal Yisrael is zoichet to do this. That we follow Hashem in not judging anybody until we're able to put ourselves in that person's place. But rather, <coughs> we judge everybody favorably. We fulfill what the what the Mishnah says in Perkiovo is Al Tihi Boz Lecholodam. Do not insult anybody. No matter who it is, don't look down on them, don't say things bad about them. Because throughout Sukkot, all of us are zoichet to sit in the Sukkah. That's <coughs> And as a result of this, Hashem shined down upon us, on every single Jew, a light that's coming from the Kisya Kovod, which is called the Mokoim of the entire world, which enables us 
Leida. So, so that's where Hashem is judging from. And Hashem is judging Lekavschus. That's what enables us, by us connecting to that, that enables us, Leida Lodonis Akoy Lekavschus, to have the ability to know, to judge everybody favorably. Afilu Poishe Yisroel. Even the worst sinners in Klal Yisroel, people who commit sins spitefully, Hagarua Shebegruim, the worst of the worst. And by doing this, we'll be able to bring everybody, the whole Klal Yisrael, into Kavschus. And to shine into everyone the, the great light of Rosh Hashanah, which is. That they should realize that they always have the ability to find an entrance and into the path of tshuva, no matter where they're at. Wherever they are, whenever it is. And Rav Nosan now reiterates, the Iker HaPesach V'Haderech, the main entranceway and the main pathway of tshuva is Litzoik Tomid Meunka Delibol Hashem to always cry out to Hashem from the depths of one's heart, Yihia Eich Sheyia, no matter what, Velo Yisiyai Shatzmoi Menatzok Menatzooko Loilam, and never ever to give up on this crying out to Hashem, never to stop. As Rabbein Azal warned us about this many, many times, and Rabbein Azal expressed this in many different ways, that this is the most important thing. This explains why on Hoshana Rabbah we're repeating this so many times. Hoshana Laman Chalakeh, Hoshana Laman this, Hoshana. V'chein ne'oyren kol halayla, and so too we stay up all night. Reminder that Rabbi Nezal said that on Shavuos, the most important thing is to be up the entire night. On Hoshana Rabbah, a person doesn't have to be up the entire night, but it is very, very good to say the entire Mishneh Torah, and to say, and with the Haftorah, and to say the, the, the entire Sefer Tehillim with the special Yehirot signs for the night of Hoshana Rabbah. If a person finishes that before the night is over, they can sleep a little, if they want, if they need to. But, but again, generally, this is referred to as being up all night because it usually takes the majority of the night or the whole night. The Goimrim called Sefer Tehillim, and we complete reading the entire Sefer Tehillim. Shehu Molait Zaokois, Uzaokois, Veshavois, Utchinois, Ubakoshois, Utfilois, Lashemis Borach. The Tehillim is full of every single type of crying out and calling out and pleading and begging Hashem, all kinds of Tfilois. In all kinds of different ways that Dovid Melech expresses this, and all types of incredible holy ways, poetic ways, how Dovid Melech expresses all of these pleadings in Tehillim. 
and the entire Sefer Tehillim was said with Ruach HaKodesh, HaKoylelim Kol Bo'eyoylem, so that the Sefer Tehillim includes every single person in the world. Every single person and everything they're going to go through in life is included in the Sefer Tehillim. To the point where there doesn't exist any Russia or any sinner that cannot find themselves in Tehillim, that cannot find that Tehillim is written for them. The Sefer Tehillim includes Everyone, every single human being that comes into this world throughout all generations and on all levels, from top to bottom, even a person who went so far down that there's no further down to go. Dovar HaMelech and the other tzaddikim who compiled Tehillim, a person who reads Tehillim properly, it inspires the person with, with the, the tzaddikim and tefillim that are found in Tehillim to want to do a real tshuva. As Rabbi expounds on this in chapter 73 in the second half of Likut Imran, She Tehillim Mesugol Lechuva, that being frequently reading Tehillim is a tremendous, tremendous benefit in helping a person do tshuva. And therefore, on Hoshana Rabba, which is the final day, the seventh day of Sukkot, which corresponds to Dovod HaMelech, among the seven shepherds of Klal Yisrael, Dovod HaMelech is number seven. That's why on Hoshan Rabbah we draw upon ourselves this incredible tikkun. So that every single Jew, as a result of the holiness of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, and having, having performed the mitzvah of eating in the sukkah and the dalad minim, which, as we've been learning here, all of these are tied into, are connected to the Kisei Akavoy, the throne of Hashem, who is Mekoimoy Shaloylam. Bechinas, as we quoted much earlier, the, the Posuk in Doniel, I believe it is, Karsaya Shvivin Dinur, a, a throne that of fire, Hashem's glorious throne of fire. And Rabbi Nezal said that the word Korsaya is the Rosh Tevois, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Sukkot. That these Yomim Toivim are when the throne of Hashem is, is shining brightly. As a result of performing all of these mitzvahs and connecting beautifully to the throne of Hashem, this enables us to judge everybody and to show each and every single Jew the path of tshuva, which means especially 
It involves saying Tehillim and crying out to Hashem always, no matter what. And now, Rabbeinazal over there, and we could have run ads. Rabbeinazal says this in Torah Reish Bebeis. We're not only required to judge everybody else, we have to judge ourselves. Even though a person knows the pain that their soul is going through, as a result of the many, many sins, and he uses the word pshon, sins that a person did spitefully, which are innumerable. Rachmon al-Etzlan, Afal pikein tzorich l'kayim gambiyatzmoy al-todenes shashagir l'mkoyimcha. A person also must fulfill that mission themselves. Can't judge anybody until you can put yourself in that person's place. Meaning, just like the Mishnah says, don't judge somebody else. So don't judge yourself either. Because just like we don't understand where another person is at, we don't know where we are at. Because most certainly none of us know where we come from. <clears throat> and everything we've been through in all of our reincarnations. Because again, the Arizal tells us that the vast majority of people today have not been here, are not here for the first time. We've been here many times before. And we don't know what damage we did previously, what, what we did that we're starting off with tremendous disadvantages. And from what kind of places we're, we're being bombarded with the Yitzhahara and all types of Machshavos Roys, sometimes it have, could have to do with one's parents or grandparents or all kinds of other factors. Therefore it's forbidden for anyone to give up hope on themselves whatsoever. As Rabbein Zal warned us many times about this. Because we have to apply that Mishnah to ourselves also, about not insulting anybody. Over there in Likutim Ran, Rabbein Zal takes this Mishnah in Pirkeovois, which mentions three things, and Rabbein Zal shows the comparison, the connection between the three things in the Mishnah and the three sins for which a person has to be willing to give up their life rather than to commit those sins, which are Avoidezorah, Gilu Arayas, and Shfi Chazdom. So regarding Shfi Chazdom and committing murder, Rabbein Zal shows... <coughs> that that corresponds to insulting somebody, embarrassing somebody, because the term shvich hasdome means spilling their blood. When you embarrass somebody, their, their face turns white and then turns red. The blood is being spilled. Sheho isur al tibos l'cholodom hu isur shvich hasdome, ayin shom. 
Rabbein Azal shows there on the Kutimam that the Isur of insulting and embarrassing somebody corresponds to the, the sin of, of spilling blood, murder. Alkain, gam levazay sesatzmoi beyoiser at sheyuchalipo el alidei zechas v'shalom hu bevadai isur gomor. Now note Rab Nosenzal's wording here. For a person to insult themselves too much, he puts in that word beyoiser too much. What do we mean by too much? To the point where by putting yourself down, by being humble and humble and humble, the person is going to fall. The person is going to fall into Yish. Or the person is going to say, I'm nothing, I'm nobody, and therefore it doesn't matter if I do an Aveiro or a Mitzvah, it doesn't really count because I'm a nobody anyway. The person is going to fall into that kind of thinking. That is very, very strictly forbidden. And that's murder. You're not allowed to murder yourself either. That you're not allowed to spill your own blood. Rashi. Rashi says over there, The person is coming to include, not only aren't you allowed to spill somebody else's blood, you're not allowed to spill your own blood. Because we are required to judge ourselves favorably also. As Rabbi Nezal elaborates on this in the famous Torah Azamra, chapter 282. <coughs> because which one of us knows our place? <coughs> you know your place? You know where you're coming from? You know all the different factors that are affecting your neshama? We don't know. The most important thing Rab Nosenzal says is never ever to let go of crying out to Hashem, calling out to Hashem. That's what Hoshana Rabbah is really all about. <coughs> you look at the tefillah of Hoshana Rabbah, we're saying a hundred times, a thousand times, Hoshana, Hoshana, Lamancha Lekeinu, Lamancha. And how did we get to Ishan Rabbah? By going into the Sukkah. And thereby we connected to that Kisei Akovoi, which is Mekoimoi Shaloylam. And that's what gives us the ability to judge everybody favorably. Even ourselves, even to judge ourselves favorably. In the chat, a comment in light of what we're learning here. It's very strange that Dafka, the day after Hoshana Rabbah, should have been such a day of harsh judgment. <clears throat> The, the, there's a lot of answers, but one of the answers is because unfortunately we're not there. Unfortunately, everybody isn't just... There's tremendous machloikis and pirud and kitrug in Klal Yisrael, unfortunately. Major, major. Question in the chat, can we explain how the idea of our Avera is being influenced by our place is related to doing tshuva me'ahavah. <clears throat> it would seem that a person coming from a bad place 
would have more difficulty doing this kind of tshuva, not less. <coughs> the answer is, if a person, people today, today one of the biggest diseases in the world, and one of the greatest things that's destroying our youth is lack of self-esteem. People realize, even though, even though people are so bad and the world is so bad, many people realize that they're bad, that they're doing bad things. And once people realize that they're doing bad things, they're thinking bad thoughts, all kinds of bad, 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 it puts people in a very bad, bad place. That people give up on themselves. They're not motivated, they're not inspired, they're nothing. That life is terrible, everything is terrible, I'm terrible, that, that, that's, that's, what it, that's what the whole life is. What Rabbi Nezal teaches us, and what Rabbi Nezal teaches us is that one of the ways that we can build up a person's self-esteem, <clears throat> put them back together, is if we can let them know that you're not bad, you are not a bad person. There are external factors, some that you're aware of and some you're not even aware of. That have, that have put you into this position, that have caused you to, to go to such a, a bad place. And it's not you, it's not the real you. You are a chelek elokami mal, you're a holy neshama, you're part of Hashem, you come from the kisya kavoy. When, when a person is made to realize that and, and really understand that, you mean I'm not bad? Because I, I was already convinced 100% that I'm bad and therefore I'm hopeless. There's nothing that can help me, and I've done so many bad things. You didn't, I know you didn't do that. It's, it's the Sahara, and where's the Sahara coming from? It's coming from your environment, and the, the friends, the peer pressure, all kinds of different factors. The whole list of different factors that cause a person to, to do the, the bad things that they do, to make the mistakes, that, and, and not to do mitzvahs and maizim toivim. When a person is given that, that can, get, that can take away all the negativity from the person and suddenly the person learns to love themselves because again, there are many people walking around who say, I hate myself, literally, I hate myself. I hate my life, I hate myself, I'm no good, I'm a failure, nothing I do work, you know, all of that negativity. Once we get rid of all of that negativity, suddenly I love myself and if I love myself, I love Hashem, I love, I'm, I'm, I'm in a mode of ava, not the opposite. And, and that's part of this process. And again, when Hashem sees that a person is getting out of the negativity, Hashem directs the person towards that tshuva me'ava. Hashem gives the person the, the help, the divine assistance that a person needs to do tshuva me'ava. Remember, there's a Gemara that says, that each and every single day, the Eid Sahara attacks a person. And the, that's not enough. The Gemara says that each and every single day he comes brand new with a new bag of tricks to get us to commit sins and everything. And if Hashem isn't helping a person, the person has no chance of success against that Malach. So the Torah is making it perfectly clear that it's not me. There's this malach, this evil malach, and he's so talented, he's so good at what he does, he has a new program, every new tricks every day to use against me. So that's what's making me do all of these terrible things. Uh, I'm not bad, I'm good, I'm a part of Hashem, I'm a neshama, holy neshama. As soon as a person really realizes that, they, they start respecting themselves, they start caring about, and, and if I respect myself, 
I'm not going to do that. That's for a bum. That's for an idiot could do something. I'm not an idiot. The Yitzhahara is an idiot. He's not going to make me, he's not going to convince me that I'm an idiot. I'm not an idiot. I'm a chelik alokam imal. That's all part of what turns a person to this place of tshuva and tshuva me'ahava. The Zohar Kodesh tells us about Rosh Hashanah that there's a posik in the Chumash where it says that Avram Avinu dug wells and he polished them, the, the, the Palestinians, the Palishtim, the, 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 the Philistines, they destroyed wells because that, that's what they do. They, they stuffed up the wells. And it says, then Yitzchak Avinu returned, and he dug up those wells which his father Avram Avinu had originally dug and the Pelishtim destroyed. And the Zalera Kodesh says that this refers to Rosh Hashanah. On Rosh Hashanah, there was this digging of these wells. And now on Hashanah Rabbah, we repeat that process of digging up those wells. Kemavur bezoyer kodesh. Haynu ki be'eros mayim zebechinas koylois utzaokois lashemis borach. These wells of water represent our pouring out our heart like water to Hashem, our crying out to Hashem. Bechinas shifchi kamayim libech noichach pnei Hashem. As the Pesach says, pour out your heart to Hashem like water. Bechinas shiva koilois she'omar dovid al hamayim. We have that special chapter of Tehillim, koil Hashem al hamoyim, koil Hashem him. These seven times that it says the word koil there, that Dovr HaMelech said regarding water, which we draw on this day of Hoshana Rabbah, Kamuva, as is brought in the Sifrei Kabbalah. All the tikkunim that we're completing on this day of Hoshana Rabbah are all about these koilos, crying out to Hashem. To cry out and plead with Hashem always from the depths of our hearts. And that's the book of Tehillim that we complete on the night of Hashanah that's what will help all of us really do a ch- complete tshuva. And this is why at the end of the davening of Hoshana Rabbah in the morning, after Shachris, after Hallel, after Hoshanis, all the way at the end of Hoshanis, we put away the Lulav and the Esroig and the Hadasman Aravois, and we take just the Hoshanis, which are actually Aravois, it's the same thing. And we know the Aravos represent the worst sinners of Klal Yisrael that have no Torah and no mitzvahs. It's brought at the Dalet Minim, the Esroi, which has good smell, a good smell and good taste. The Esroi represents those Jews who have Torah and mitzvahs. The Lulav, which has no smell, 
but it has taste. The lulav tree is dates. It's a date palm. It has taste. That represents one of the two, either Torah without mitzvahs or mitzvahs without Torah. The hadasim have smell, but no taste. There's nothing to eat. Also represents either Torah without mitzvahs or mitzvahs without Torah. The aravos have no smell and no taste, represent the Rishon who have no Torah, no mitzvahs. And we finish off, we finish off the whole process of Rosh Hashanah, Seres all the, the climax, the grand finale, we take just the Aravois, just the Hishanas, and we strike them, and that's what finishes the whole process. By doing this, we're fulfilling that Mishnah, that we don't insult anybody. Because you can't judge anyone unless you can put yourself in their position, and none of us can put ourselves in another person's position. This is the main tikkun which began on, on, on Rosh Hashanah and is being completed on Hashanah Rabbah. With this we understand also why on the night of Hoshana Rabbah, before we say the Sefer Tilim, we read the entire Chumish Dvarim, which is called Mishnah Torah. Ki kol Sefer Mishnah Torah hen divrei toichachos, shemoichiach Moishas Yisrael betoichachos shel chesed. The entire Chumish Dvarim is all Moshe Rabbeinu rebuking Klal Yisrael with his toichacha of chesed, a sweet toichacha, a toichacha that doesn't put us down, a toichacha that builds us back up. Throughout the Chumash Dvarim, Moshe Rabbeinu was reminding us of all the mistakes we made, all the things we did wrong, but he's also showing us Hashem's incredible kindness towards us and how much Hashem loves us. That despite the fact that we angered Hashem in so many different locations, and despite that, Hashem's love and kindness is still, is always with us. As it says, And now, after everything you did wrong, Moshe Rabbeinu says, What is Hashem asking of you? Even though you did all of these terrible things, everything, Hashem's kindness and love is still upon you. And despite all the Averis you've done, you've done, the only thing Hashem is asking of you is Take a look over there at that Pasuk and the Rashi. And the word Yira is another word for Tefillah. As it says in Eishas Ha'el, The woman who has Yira Hashem, she is praiseworthy. The word Tisawah means praiseworthy. The word Tisawah means Tefillah. Tehillah means Tefillah. She davens. 
as Rabbein Azal brings that in many places. Moshe Rabbeinu is rebuking and warning Klal Yisrael for generations to come. That after all the sins that we've done and we continue to do, all Hashem asks of us is Yira, Shehut that we should always daven and cry out to Hashem. As it says in Tehillim, chapter 50, You will call out to me in your time of suffering. I will save you and you will be showing me respect. That this is one of the highest forms of respect for Hashem, our tefillah, when we daven to Hashem. We'll continue here. Rav Nosan is going to show exactly how in Chumash Dvarim, how Moshe Rabbeinu gives this positive toichacha, and, and, and how he, he keeps reminding us that our, the most important thing we can do to help ourselves is tefillah. Now, this doesn't mean that Breslavers don't do tshuva. It doesn't mean that a person isn't supposed to correct anything they did wrong if they took money from somebody in order to give back the money, or, or stop eating things that are questionable, or stop overeating, or stop looking at what you're not supposed to look at. All of these different doesn't mean that. But it's saying that the thing that's going to help a person most in this process is tefillah. Tefillah, tefillah, tefillah. As the Gemara says, it's Dvarim Ha'imdim Berumoy Shaloylam. It's among the most important things in Yiddishkeit, Ubenayodom is And unfortunately, many people who don't know that, they don't take it seriously. How does fear of Hashem relate to Tefillah? It seems that Tefillah is motivated by love of Hashem, not by fear. It's both. It's both. If a person is not afraid, children who are not afraid of parents, when they do something wrong, so I did it. And if a person is afraid, they know there's no so I did it. I better apologize. I better do whatever I can to correct it. So Yira is a, both Yira and Ava are major important components of Tshuva and of Tefillah. And in terms of Tefillah, it's, it's very well known that one of the plays that we can, one of the ways that we can see a person's yira shamayim. The word yira means fear, and the word yira also means respect. Respect for Hashem is how a person davens. Because to, learning Torah is something that many people who don't have yira shamayim, they enjoy learning. They enjoy, I, I like to learn anything new. I, love, I like to learn chemistry. I like to learn physics. I like to learn Torah. That's even better than the other stuff. It's real brain work. It's intellect. It's intelligence. And you can get a lot of respect for it. You sound like a smart person and everything, etc., etc. When it comes to tefillah, that's one of the main ways that tzaddikim, throughout the generations, tzaddikim and rabbonim said, you want to see a person's yira shamayim, watch how that person davens see how that person's tefillah is, that's one of the things that helps really define a person's yira shemaim, person's respect and fear of Hashem. The next shear will be on Thursday morning in Yitzhashem because I'm traveling tonight 
to the United States. We will have the Chaim Aran Shir this afternoon for those who can participate. But the next Likut Yaloch Shir, I hope, and Yitz Hashem will be Thursday morning. Wishing everybody a good week. We should be zeichet to absorb the incredible advice here and apply it correctly. And be zeichet to the Ruach Hashem Moshiach that Rav Nosson mentioned in the beginning. To see Hashem put an end to the darkness, all the different flavors of darkness. This is the month of light, it's called. The month of Hanukkah, Kislev. We're already way into it, Baruch Hashem. Hashem should, should eliminate the darkness completely, all the different flavors of darkness in this world, and replace it with His light and the light of Klal Yisrael, Mitzvah With the coming of Moshiach, Binyan Beis Samitesh, Meir Amen, Amen.